Like, he's, like, having a mental fucking breakdown of that, like, this is the guy I'm fucking fighting at the end of my plan, dude. This is the guy who's gonna stop me. This is a fucking idiot. Yo, ho, ho, he took a bite of gum gum. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, to the Bite of Gum Gum podcast. I am Adrian, your host. With me, I got Bryce. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. We are now in the Alabasta arc, and I do want to do this show a little bit different um, in terms of formatting. Before, I was kind of going through each episode and kind of uh, like kind of summarizing it, right, and then going through reactions. But this time, I've actually done work and like picked p- parts that I actually want to look at and just like kind of review the whole arc itself. This is a 30 something episode arc how much do you really remember about this one man well uh i remember the fight with uh sir crocodile okay and i remember miss sunday's role in everything yes but you know uh i don't remember a lot of the other uh day of the week ladies or the numbered fellows I remember like who, which number is which, but I can't for the life of me remember their partner names. Um, yeah. I know one's Miss Merry Christmas, and that's number four's pro- partner. Do you remember who Miss Merry Christmas is? No, dude, not at all. She's a mole lady that talks a lot, and she's like always like, "We gotta go fast, 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 fast." And her partner's, mm-hmm. of course, like a slow Dumbo character. It's just. Uh, they're not my favorite part of this arc at all um right but yeah it's just it's um it's it's really good definitely um i guess this is like the first actual this whole 100 episodes i have watched is about building up to this point right and getting Mm -hmm. to alabasta and then okay now we're gonna have this whole huge thing out of it right generally the arcs have been 10 12 episodes at most like arlong was only like 10 episodes this is fucking 30 right so it's like a it's a whole thing um and we're dealing with what the first i guess because we don't even know who the other ones are but the pirate lords or what are they called the warlords the warlords of the sea yeah warlords of the sea and there's seven of them right and they are all Mm -hmm. hired by the government to crush smaller pirates and kind of control it that way from my understanding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess we should get, get into it. I really like, don't have much else to talk about. Uh, apparently one piece was not good this week from my, from, from the memes <laughs> I've been seeing. <laughs> uh, that, Cause that's what I see every, every week. It's like one piece was good this week. Apparently not this week, but what happened was it, I think it was like a recap episode. Yeah, I mean, it does it sometimes. They pull that shit out here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll, everyone does it. They'll do it in the, like, like as the seasons transition. I mean, and I'm 200 like, episodes in, and I have not gotten a single recap episode. Right, right. Just saying, shit was done differently back then. I don't, yeah, I don't think it was much of a thing back then. Now, it's like, oh, we put up a recap. There's a recap episode this week towards the end of the season to kind of wrap everything up. But most of the reason is, is, uh, it's just to help the studios and catch you up know. a week or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives them a week. Yeah, it's it sucks when I think literally the slime show did this 
where you come back, like the the show was a new season had started, mm-hmm. and they started the new season with a recap episode of the last season instead of just continuing the next part. Like, fuck off, dude! <laughs> you can't start a season with a recap episode. Like, it's fuck you, new, dude. It's to pull in the new viewers so, so they so they don't feel left out. I was like, all right, tell me the date is next yeah. week then. I don't want to show up mm-hmm. on that day and be, be fucking disappointed like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Some shows, they'll release an episode zero, and it's like that. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes they, they do, do that. that. I think that show literally does point fives or some shit like that. It's like, a hey, bitch ain't a point five. It's, a, yeah. it's the same shit. But, yeah. Um. All right, well, <laughs> I just kind of wanted to talk anime in general uh and see like what you've been if you've been watching anything lately or anything you're excited for but yeah i mean this is one go ahead for next season i do have a couple of shows that i'm anticipating no yeah what are like what's the big thing coming up that you're like hey i I hope to see the big thing some sequels that are coming out is uh the devil's a part-timer oh that's that's just so going yeah well it's been years since oh. the first season of it and there it's finally getting its season two so there's a lot of people excited about that uh overlord's getting its fourth season yeah i, I could we could do a whole show on overlord and yeah. how i feel about it maybe we will at some point but yeah there, there's definitely stuff i'd be interested in talk about that's not just one piece at some point maybe mm-hmm. do like some shorter things but fucking yeah like fucking overlord dude like I like it, but man, then you just get National Geographic or some shit for a whole season, and you're like, all right. Oh, <laughs> and I like, I like, <laughs> I ended up liking that part actually. It, it's just such a weird fucking show, man. But um, yeah, it's yeah, uh, my big like the thing I'm looking forward to right, has been Kondosuba for years now. Ever since I watched that show, and I got mm-hmm. to the end, and I was like, what the fuck? There's not more. What is this? I go on Crunchyroll. It says there's 70 episodes, but it's just because there's multiple <laughs> language. God damn it! Mm. They've redubbed it five times. Well, it's it's been greenlit, so eventually, yeah. eventually we'll get no. some news on it. Mm. I guess if any of our viewers are interested to hear about us talk about other anime and stuff, then they could let us know. Yeah, and we'll see. Or like we could always open up with like at the beginning and be like, hey, this is what I've been looking at real quick or experiencing and then move on to whatever we need to talk about with this arc, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just a nice icebreaker. Or, hey, what have I been playing or been doing lately? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a way of like not just immediately jumping into it, but not something where, you know, we're going to... Because, yeah, like, if you and I started talking Overlord, we'd be here another fucking hour, extra hour doing it. <laughs> so my opinions on Overlord and that genre in general. But, yeah, it's definitely something I want in general on the channel, I would like to open up more to um, and do with, like, friends and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, just, we got to get this done, right? Got, don't have all the free time in the world, so let's get into this arc uh alabasta arc uh again I, I don't know what it's rated in terms of the community but I've, I've very much liked it i do have some issues with it in general that i'll probably bring up but quick summarization luffy and the crew are going or have finally brought vivi to her country of alabasta and their plan is to stop the rebellion um 
You did. You did put. You did put the screen on. No, no, no. I haven't. I haven't started yet. I'm kind of like summarizing. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there. Oh. But but okay. Now we're in the mode. We're, we're in the zone now. Okay. All right. So no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a quick summarization, uh, Luffy and the gang have brought Vivi back to Alabasta, and they are. They are. Their plan is to find the leader of the rebellion and talk to him because apparently they're like friends from ch- childhood she knows the guy and now that she has proof of like hey someone has been dicking us over this whole time they, they like want to show it to him right and like reveal what's been going on and the guy will listen to her because they are very close friends and she knows she knows he will believe her right no matter what basically the like quick summarization of like the issues that's actually because i don't think they actually go into it for three years it has not rained in alabasta right they have had a perpetual drought for many years now yeah it's just a big old desert right but of course there's like oases and shit like it's like you know like this is very much a egypt in this world right kind of um or like an Africa, an area somewhere in Africa or something like that, like Egyptian area. But yeah, it, there is apparently what causes issues is that the kingdom was framed for using something called, um, was it dream powder? Fuck. Dance powder. And it's like this powder that you light on fire and it immediately creates clouds in the sky that rains. The issue being the drawback is that actually it's, not coming out of nowhere it's actually taking the moisture from different areas surrounding that place so anything around the area where that thing is being created is is experiencing extreme droughts right a bunch of that stuff got they got framed for having a bunch of that stuff basically long story short and meanwhile like everyone else is having a drought it's been raining like crazy in the main kingdom of the palace where the king lives and then they find this all that shit on them, and then this is where the whole thing kind of escalates from there, right? Bunch right. of angry people surrounding the kingdom that are like dying and fucking, and the king's just saying like, "Hey, we'll weather this together, and we'll do it together, and all that." But like, meanwhile, he's getting all this rain, and he's fine. And then they find out this shit happens, and this is kind of the cause of the rebellion in itself. Um, so the Luffy and the crew arrive in Alabasta. Immediately, of course, Luffy fucks off somewhere, and we lose him for a while. He's he's literally running around looking for a restaurant. Um, one thing I do like about this arc is that it's very much in like a different. It's like it's a different world, right? We're no longer like dealing with pirates and stuff. Uh, it, it's it, it is nice to be like, oh, we're not in the open seas anymore. We're like like going around in this country exploring. Uh, I do like what with them coming to a new area. They always get new outfits. I feel like they do this a lot. Yeah, they um, gotta fit in, dude. But like some shows don't do that. When when I like think about it, sometimes like they literally wear the same thing and it could be fucking freezing outside. But like they like take the time to like make new designs for all these characters. Oh, I love Nami's face here. Mm. She's like fucking with with um Chopper because he's there's this perfume and he hates how it smells. And she's like just spraying it on herself, um, and just this her fucking smug ass face. It's a pretty good face right there. 
Not but yeah, bully. yeah, she's just gives this crew shit all the time. This is my boy Karu, my boy Chopper. But yeah, they're basically hey. Initially, Vivu was like, "Yo, you were just supposed to drop me off, and now we're gonna help you. Like we're gonna follow through with this." And of course, Nami says some bullshit and like, "And if your country falls, like no one's gonna pay me, so we gotta make sure you survive." Uh, always looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, she's always just money dude and that goof is just the goofs i like a lot and they continue to pay off a lot in general um yeah luffy was like fucked off and that's where you find about the dance powder in itself uh like the next big thing that really happens is we meet ace for the first time so this is the introduction of ace apparently luffy has a fucking brother this whole time they never talked about and it is and totally no asked. <laughs> Apparently, um, I guess they like lived on that island together, and he just like left earlier, from my understanding. Yeah, Ace is a is a little bit older than Luffy, so he took part on his journey a couple yeah, years uh, before Luffy oh, did. I just noticed he has a uh, a thingamajig. A yeah, a log, which I guess everyone should at this point if you're here. But it's a nice uh. Like, remember to draw that on your character. Uh, let's see. Ace here has the power of the plume or flare flare fruit is what they say. I called it flame flame fruit in my flame notes. Uh, he, he's just a fire boy. He's a fireman. Mm-hmm. And he is looking for Blackbeard, who apparently killed one of his crewmates. Oh, and he's part right. of the... He's part of the Whitebeard crew or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like who? Who is Whitebeard? Whitebeard is one of the strongest pirates in the world canonically, right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's just like he is a crony of his. A cr- oh, Ace. Yeah. Yeah, Ace is one of his. Uh, his definitely his higher ups. But yeah, Whitebeard is an extremely strong and feared pirate throughout the lands. And respected. He's very old. He's a very old man. Oh, okay, okay. He's been around since One Piece. Wait, what? (laughs) Since One Piece? Since they found One Piece? Or what's his face? He he pirated during the era of like Gold Roger. Oh, okay. So that's what I mean by he's been around ever since the One Piece. Oh, since like the legend actually fucking started that there was a One Piece out there. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. He pirated... He he was uh, in the same era as Gold Roger. I imagine is he a warlord? He is not a warlord. Oh, okay, okay. So he's just like the big shit pirate, but he didn't get hired by the government. So there's actually <laughs> pirates. <laughs> okay, the the reveal too much, I guess. Yeah, he's um, not a warlord. Let's see. And of course, he has the. Is what does it call? What do they call him? Antithesis, Blackbeard. You know, the yeah, yeah, his antithesis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we'll talk about Blackbeard later, I guess, because mm-hmm. of course I'm like farther than this arc, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just not expecting Blackbeard to look like that, and maybe it might not be Blackbeard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was a little let down, I guess, for someone who calls himself Blackbeard. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, let's see here. Yeah, it's just this is where we meet AC, joins the crew for a little bit. He heard that Blackbeard is around, and um, he's like just gonna hang out with them, try to basically chase chase the lead. Uh, there is a really cool scene where Ace is riding his little like jet ski boat. <laughs> yes, um, his little boat. Yeah, this is the iconic Jace or Jace. Holy shit, Ace! I guess he like flames it up and then uses it like a rocket or something. He's, yeah, he's he's using his flame. Yep. Yeah, he's using his flame. Mister Cool so Guy cool. here. Yeah, he's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. I ha- I have an issue <laughs> with like how it's like they're trying to sell me on him and I don't trust it. It's weird. I don't what, know dude, why. I don't know why. He's fucking cool as hell. <laughs> I don't know Look why. I, see, I don't know why I see Ace and I'm like, man, this guy seems like an asshole. And but he's he's being too cool, and I don't like it. I I, I don't know, man. But there's just something. There's just something going off in my brain, man. But sure, he's he's a very cool dude. Um, smoker, you know, like he can even take on Smoker, who. Uh, I didn't mention fuck follow them to the island, but he just blasts. Let me see if I can get get shy. He just fucking decks like five ships with one punch. It's so flame he, fist. He's he's crazy powerful, and yeah, it. <laughs> Luffy never mentions that he has his brother in the Grand Line. Who's well, I guess he didn't know he had the, the fruit at this point. <laughs> A well mannered brother, by the way. These guys are not brothers. There's no way. Not actually Blood Brothers, right? Or is that like something I can't know yet? You can't know it yet. The adopted brothers, maybe, or like they just grew up together. These motherfuckers are not the same people. They're so different. They is so different. It's like I'm watching two main characters oh. from two different uh-huh. shows, Bryce. I mean, they do look very similar, don't you? They have the black hair. They have the freckles. They act differently, but, like, not all siblings act exactly the same. They're not identical twins or nothing like that. Luffy's dumbass round face. (laughs) This guy. Like, yeah, Ace is definitely a lot more well-mannered than fucking Luffy is. Look at this fucking guy. Mm -hmm. You have, like, super cool Ace. Yeah, which I get it. Like, it's just so weird to like. I guess we are a hundred episodes in now, right? You would introduce a character like this at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They can't all be Zoros or anything like that. <laughs> I guess not. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I fucking love Zoro, and I just don't know how I feel about Ace right now, other than the trying to sell me hard on him. And I'm biting it away. It's like, no. Well, you're not getting this way about all Karu or anything. And you love Karu. <laughs> Karu is like... Karu is like a mindfuck. It's like <laughs> my weak kryptonite. It's a cute animal with an attitude. Like, yeah, sure. It's sold. Um, but yeah, he, he joins the crew. And... Eventually, like, he... um. Eventually, like, they... So, my I guess they can bring it up now. Like, my main issue with this arc is that it's, like, ten episodes of them walking in the fucking desert. And it's, like, two episodes of Luffy getting lost. And so forth. And, like, Ace is there to, like, help out sometimes. He's, like, kind of just 
either like he's like just chilling in the background he's not like saying much and he's just kind of following them around mm-hmm. and he never like maybe maybe he helps like with one or two episodes if anything but he's usually just like oh i'm sorry about my little brother and so forth right like he's too he's so well-mannered um and yeah it's again it's just a couple other than like the scene where like they go to this first deserted village and see like how this country is doing um not much really happens between this and then um and one thing i do like about this arc as well though is like watching vivi kind of like fucking lose her shit over time um i I don't know if you remember this or like I, i don't know how you took it but you definitely see her like constantly it's kind of like with the arlong thing right but like she's she's shit at hiding it that like that um crocodile's getting to her right and the fact that like he's constantly willing and screw winning and screwing with her and like every like everything she loves right Bro. and and eventually destroying her country yeah and like systematically <laughs> right and and like getting away with it scot-free and eventually it builds up to the point where we get to near the end where it's like holy shit dude like this she like kind of snaps towards the end but we'll we'll get we'll get there but yeah it's just these next episodes of like it's just a bunch of episodes of them fucking just wandering the desert man and i just do not care like you probably don't even remember anything about these there's like plant monsters there's there's sand pirates and then of course ace being cool Nice being cool. The, one, the only part I actually remember about them uh-huh. trekking through the desert is uh, when they were Look looking for shade. Look and Luffy shit. just sees. Yep, I see it. <laughs> yeah. But Luffy finds a cave and he just like pulls everyone towards the cave. Yeah, he likes. He slingshots everyone towards it. Is that where they fall underground? I don't remember. That's as far as my memory goes. Yeah, I think that's the scene <laughs> where, again, where they get lost again. Um, let's see, let me see if I can try to get there. Or let me see if I can try to get there. Because again, it's just like sand pirates. Like fucking, who cares? I think these the two sand pirate episodes are actually filler, with like a little bit of backstory, but um, they're filler. Yeah, it's like an episode of like there's some guys posing as mercenary or like part of the rebellion or something but they're actually just taking advantage of these people and it's just like a dumb episode where they test them ace is kind of like along the ride as well um episode 100 we finally hit 100 uh this is where it kind of does um put put some fly put some confetti or something in the in the video yeah it's just like we're 100, 100. Yeah. uh this actually is a flashback episode of when she meets koza the rebellion leader uh koza was like from like a like a shit village that got dried up and he was like mad and blamed the king about it and shit um and of course the king was good and gave them another city to build to or he took all the people in as a recoup then they like gave him he gave him new land to like go and build on to eventually but uh this is where yeah shut up let me get there uh 
the, the kid is because is being a shit to the king. Look at Corinne, dude. Look at him. He doesn't give a fuck. He's got his little sippy cup still. He's just styling, dude. And I do like little Vivi here too. She just got. She's like a tomboy when she was a kid. Um, fucking Curry, dude. It's just like whack. But yeah, this is where they meet, and she she calls him a crybaby for like being a baby about the whole thing, and they get into a fight. <laughs> and the freaking what's the Quaker? What would you call him? Quaker? The Quaker Oats. The Quaker Oats guy. Yeah, the Quaker Oats guy wants to kick the shit out of the kid. Uh, but yeah, it's just a, it's a nice episode of like, hey, how they met and all that. Um, this is, it's just character building on Vivi herself and who this Koza kid is. And you get to know the king a little bit more as well uh, and what, what they're about. Like, clearly this king would not actually do something like... Like, you get Vivi's perspective. Like, her dad would never fucking do that shit to her kingdom. Of like purposely, like hoard the water and all that, right? So it kind of builds up that a bit. Ace being cool, like burning a fucking lobster or whatever, and they get food. This, this is that's a weird... like. Go ahead. Honestly, Ace has such like a great utility, man. I mean, yeah, like you cook literally anything. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't even get hot out in the desert. I don't know why is he always shirtless though. To be real, guess it, it is cool. Cause <laughs> it's so goddamn cool. He has that. I do like his like coat jacket thing though. Mm-hmm. I think that thing's dope. But yeah, apparently this is this bounty hunter, Honey Ace, and he was the one who fed information that Blackbeard was here, and it just leads to this situation. Like he, the bounty hunter attacked Ace because one of the little kids looked up to him in a flyer or something, and he's like, my. He's, dad could never beat this guy or some shit oh it's like we gotta be like ace or something like it's just like some weird pride thing but but this is kind of what leads to ace's journey ending with us for now because he finds his lead and he's like oh well he's not actually here but uh i'll take these dudes home and then i'm gonna go back looking for blackbeard um yeah, that's like really about it. He like beats the guy. Like it's like what it's like well, again. Like it's a whatever episode. But I imagine this is canon because we have to eventually part with Ace at some point. I'm guessing. And he's just like, all right, later, guys. And then he's just he's just gone, and we don't see Ace for the rest of this arc. And I have not seen him since. But yeah, I I don't know how I feel about that character. Again, I feel like I'm being trying to be sold super hard on someone. I'm still waiting on the flashback episode with Luffy of like where all this started in general. Oh, um, to get more backstory on Ace, on um, Ace and Luffy in general, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely that big block of like, what the fuck? Like, who are these two dumbasses, <laughs> and where did they come from? And like, what they clearly have like a history and all that. But I mean, I guess that's like what you're supposed to feel at this point. Yeah, Ace uh, takes off. Sure. Let's see here. I'm looking at my notes. Lil Karu. We discussed Lil Karu. It was super important. And then uh, here's an episode where they fucking get lost again. Oh, yeah. This is where he pulled them in, I think. 
Let me see. Let me try to find it. Yeah, he's definitely looking. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I see shade. Yeah, this is this is the cave they got pulled into. Oh, poor fucking Chomper, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he sees this thing. Everyone knows. <laughs> He's like, what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> the fact that he takes them with him, too. He does it a lot. He's always yeah. just, like, grabbing people just and then just people. pulling them. Yeah, and just flinging them. Like, it was, I have everyone's all fucked up. <laughs> Chomper's dead. He's, <laughs> dead. He's just dead. What's he doing out there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's clearly your fault, Luffy. You fucking idiot. I then they fall. So, all right. I've clearly watched this arc, and there's their archaeology character, and then there's like this weird tomb with like a super weapon that is being hidden, right? They fall in this hole and find a similar thing. And they like never. Is this a filler? I think this is a filler episode. And maybe because it's a filler, that's why it doesn't make sense. And they're just like introducing the concept of this here. But basically, they're trying to find another place like this, the villains. And I'm guessing this is the place. But maybe they never. Maybe it's not even important. Maybe like all the whatever. Nico Robin with the fucker faces because it's another one of those and I guess whenever we get to later I'll like point it out again but it feels like this place is important and they kind of just gloss over it I don't know if this show gets into like those are very important precursor races and shit but well I imagine yeah the one Nico was talking about is very important and I imagine it's going to be a recurring thing in the show at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I do get that. I get I just, I guess I was just confused by like, I guess Luffy isn't smart enough to tell him like, oh hey, I found another one under <laughs> the sand. Yeah. We should probably go check it out. <laughs> I guess it's just the fact that he's a fucking idiot that this thing will be lost to time. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I had there with that. And God fucking. Vivi makes some fucking angry faces, dude. Again, she she sucks at hiding it. Mm-hmm. Like she does not hide it at all. Yeah, it's just the symbols and stuff, and yeah. But it's just an episode of where they're lost to the crew. Uh, we eventually meet. Um, so another issue I have with this arc in general. Mm-hmm. is just the, the the fucking other villains dude like whatever like i i do not care about all, all of these and this is Ma- miss merry christmas i don't know if you remember her but uh there she is she looks familiar i think yeah. she looks like somebody else that I, uh i'm thinking of bon clay he's an all there's right bon dude clay. I, yep, there's bon kinda, clay kind of grew on me yeah, <laughs> over time it was uh, I do like where he ends up in this arc. Um, even though he does some horrible shit that probably should not be forgiven for. But Bonclay, all right. 
Like, the only, like, cool dude, and of course it's the one Zoro was gonna fight. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, the one the one we want for Zoro? Here's the guy. Is the, the, the blade fruit guy, right? Or, like, right, steel, yeah. whatever he is. And he's, I mean, he's just, like, I do like this chick's outfit oh, and her no, power. No, I do remember her. Seeing, seeing her like this, I remember her now. Yep. Yeah. That's the one Nami's supposed to fight. You fight in quotes. Like, yeah. The whole fight and, with Nami is so fucking yeah, yeah. dumb and bad. You, you, as you get to, like, further in the series, like, and you see, like, oh, this is the enemy pirate crew. You'll see. It's, you'll be like, oh, that's the one that's, that's the <laughs> one who's going to fight Nami. Or that's the one who's going to fight Zoro. Yeah. You, but does you, Nami you actually get to do stuff again? Does she actually get to fight or do? S- I don't know. They I get their one v ones. I hope Nami's just not running away all the time in every, all of her fights in the future. <laughs> That's for Usopp to do. All right, that that is the Usopp thing. I guess it was just this one because she had a new weapon and shit. But yeah, it's just. I feel like Nami kind of took a backseat in this arc a little bit, because uh, it does kind of focus on VV more. But like she doesn't, she's like there for moral support for a lot of it. Uh, one thing I was gonna say is that Ace like gave Luffy a paper, and it was just like a blank sheet of paper. Don't really know what yeah. it does or what's supposed to mean. They tie. I think they tied. I think Nami knitted it to his hat so that she doesn't lose it. But mm-hmm. that's just one thing to keep note of. Like, I imagine it's gonna be important at some point or or signify something at they, some point. They didn't explain what it was. No. Hmm. I think someone grabbed it. Like it's an ordinary piece of paper, unless I completely missed it. Um, but yeah, it I mean, didn't explain it. Yeah, I I know what it is, but I don't know if it's safe for me to explain it just yet. It, it probably not. It probably. <laughs> I imagine whenever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just say it's an ordinary piece of paper, mm-hmm. and one of them's like, "Just throw it away. Why are you hanging on to it?" And he's like, because Ace told me hold to hang on to it. And then Nami was like, okay, well, I'll knit it to your hat so you don't fucking lose it. <laughs> right. Because you're an idiot. And yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about that. But I imagine that'll come back at some point. Uh, not, they finally get to the the city that the freaking everything happened, like where the rebellion is coming from. But they're all gone. They moved on to another city because the city was like destroyed already. Like there's no water and all that. Um, and it's a very like, oh fuck, we came we came all the way over here because we thought they would be here and they're not. We're wasting so much time. What do we do next? And really, it just builds up to a really good scene uh, of um. Of Luffy being like, yo, I'm over this shit. Like, I am not worth... Because they're like, oh, let's go chase them over there now. Go get them. And Luffy's just like, I'm fucking done with this. Nah. Uh, is that... <laughs> and he's just like, I want to kick Crocodile's ass. That's it. Like, what are we doing? Why are we... Like, like, why are we doing this? Why don't we just go and, like, cut the head off the snake type of shit? Like... Yeah. Uh, they're like trying to set up like a a 10 phase plan to mm-hmm. save the government and everything and he's like yeah. nah dude and and it's very and he's very much calling out uh he's very much calling out um vivi for being like 
Like she's literally trying to save everyone. Every single person. She does not want one casualty. And it's like it's fucking impossible. And he's like he like tells her like people die. Like we're we're not this is not working. Um and she even like fucking slaps she slaps Luffy because she's so pissed off what he's saying. But he's like he's he's right though. He, and he's like being like like yo, we need we yeah, she's like she's like pissed like the the fact that even a single person has to die because of what Krakazal's doing. And he Luffy's hands Luffy's hands are what are what are they equal opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> These hands gender, it's gender equality. Gender equality. Sanji's pissed. Yeah, and I, I forget what he says to her exactly. He's like, then, oh, the the only life that she's even okay with losing is hers, right? Which, like, if he's gonna do that, then you need to put it, it, just her is not gonna be enough. And he eventually tells her, like, use us. We are here. We're literally just walking around with you. We're your friends. Fucking use us. Let's go get Crocodile now. Where is he? Uh, and that's eventually what it builds up to, right? Is like, like Luffy getting that message across to her of being like, you're literally taking all this on your own and you're trying to save everyone. It's just not going to work out that way. But we're here. Let's go. The, like the dude you hate so much, let's go take care of him. And it's a really good scene. Again, it's, again, Luffy has his moments of like actually being a heroic character, and it's it's a good one of those for sure. And if and it and it's and it fixes the show because like I did not want to watch the fucking cross the desert again to get to some other fucking camp, but it sets up the stakes. Um, and of course, Crocodile owns like a fucking casino and shit. And like that's where he is, and they have plenty of water. Uh, like I think the place is called Rain Base or something like that, and that's where they're headed to is to go take him out. And finally, like Karu, a long time she sent Karu over to go like go straight to her dad with a message on like all the proof and like what's happening. And like the king finds out, and he's like, "This motherfucker crocodile, we're gonna send all the armies towards him." And they're like, "What if the rebellion attacks?" He's like, "So what? They take the capital. I don't care. Like the they're the people are the country. Why are we gonna attack our own people? That's stupid." But of course, this guy doesn't fucking remember later. But anyways, but episode of them trying to get to crocodile. And everyone getting in the way of like smokers there, fucking everyone is there. And they eventually get to Crocodile and they're captured. Oh, and uh, so eventually they assault the base and Crocodile captures them. Right. Um, and actually captures Smoker, too, because uh, he was like following them. But this is where like he reveals that there's like a stone that that like gives the aura of water and can like depower double fruit users correct 
Those are the sea prism stones. Yeah, and 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 Smoker has one at the tip of his sword, right? Or his police I found baton. out it's the it, it's called a uh, a jute a jute an a jute mm -hmm. just no just jute jute yeah okay but his or big ass anime jute mm -hmm. he, he has a stone at the tip of it and he's able to depower delphi which i thought when i saw this I was like oh this is how they're going to be what's this fuck cuz they could use this to like depower him but apparently this cage so, has yeah crocodile but apparently this cage has like a bunch of them or something or is made right. out of the stuff not exactly sure yeah a lot of people or the government has uh, a lot of uh stuff that, that like cuffs and stuff that have sea prism stones in them oh like i imagine yeah they would control that right because i was wondering it's like well if it's a resource that can be found easily why the fuck would not everyone have the shit on them but it makes sense that the government controls it. And let, and of course, he would have it because he has ties with the government, right? And he can easily get that shit, probably. Yeah. Just kind of how I'm, I'm putting it together. Because, like, why the fuck would not everyone be running around with swords made out of fucking sea prison stone and shit? Right? <laughs> to, like, stop yeah. double fruit users. But, okay. That, that makes more sense. And I imagine this is going to be a thing that shows up more uh, see prism stones and the very concept of it. It is their, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Kryptonite for all obvious it's, one. It's a, this is how we make super people normal stone because like their powers are so varied that you can't really the catch all, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you catch everyone with it. Um, hell, Paul, Pell's name, Birdman. Birdman. Let's call like, Birdman. Yeah, Birdman over here. Who? This already tomorrow looking motherfucker, right? Like mm -hmm. with the the purple makeup. Um, but he's like supposed to be the strongest warrior, like one of the king's protectors or whatever. Yeah, he gets dealt with very quickly. It is cool. So they call their their type, right? Like the fruit that transforms you. Zone, the zoan, the zoan fruit. Yep. Because yep. the is this the, where they explain it? The mole lady calls it a zone. You're like, oh, you're a zone yep. user. Or exactly. Some shit like There's that. there are different types of devil fruit, Adrian. As you can see, the ones yeah. that make you transform are called zoans. Mm -hmm. The ones that give you uh, superpowers, like Luffy. You know he's. Rubber man, or yeah, oh no, maybe he's not the best example. It's true, just someone who gives you like, like, ace. gives you actual ace is actually a different fruit. Ace, anything that like smoker and ace that changes your physical form, like it makes you that element, are called um, logias. Oh, okay, and then and then the ones that give you like superpowers, like makes you a super person, are called a uh, paramecia. It like alternates your body. It yeah. It, it like I said, it gives you a superpower, but Logias are the ones that actually like changes your body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a, Smoker can turn into smoke because he's a Logia user. And this zone is like transformations. Mm -hmm. Like it the gives... bull, the bull man, the the fucking 
Dogman later. Mm-hmm. Paramecia's yeah, Paramecia's uh give a large variety of abilities to become like a superhuman. Is there ever like I imagine maybe right they like meet a person and they're like all right this is the devil fruit lord dub here's like how they work what the lord, lord, what are you talking about lord dub like oh. do they meet a character at some point that's like all right these are how devil fruits work this is all the different types and blah 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 like I imagine that's something that happens at some point right well like I felt like it was pretty safe now that they mentioned what zoans are. So yeah, that there's I felt types, like it's pretty yeah. safe telling you right now because some people were upset that I told that I to- told you about reincarnation. And the stuff. the re- I, the respawning of them. Yeah, the re- the the respawning or whatever, and I feel like that's not such a big deal, and I think you'll be fine knowing that. But yeah, and I think you'll be fine knowing, yeah, the the different types of devil fruits like the Zoan, the Paramecia, and the Logia. Yeah, I mean, there's clearly different types, right? But I just didn't know they're mm-hmm. like. I didn't know like there was enough information on them that they're cl- they're classified right because the way they right. talk about devil fruits when they first see one is like they're, they're like there's some weird rare crazy thing but apparently there's mm-hmm. a lot of devil fruits there's there a is. lot of them out there on the ground I mean, there's line. some that are better than others but yeah so that's why so like they act like it's like a one in a hundred million type of thing but it's more like one. In a hundred thousand, like, maybe. What's well, like, like if, you, if you if you take the fucking the Zoans, for example, it's just like, what all can you transform into? You can transform to a lot of stuff. You could be like a bug, or you could have like qualities of a bug. You know, you can have some pretty shitty ones. Mm-hmm. So you would imagine like the really really good ones would be. Uh, yeah, one turns be to human. To find. That one that turns to human. <laughs> You're totally fucked. <fine. laughs> it depends. It depends. Like Chopper. Chopper's technically a human or human fruit, but it totally didn't ruin him. Didn't it, though? No, dude. Didn't he'd, just be, it? he'd be just some deer just like still in the fucking wilderness if he didn't. Free of this is fucking shackles. <laughs> Adrian, he probably would have gotten eaten by some one of those the bow bear or something if he was still making the rest <laughs> reindeer. He'd be dead by now. <laughs> the fucking motherfucker didn't bow. Oh, anyways. But, um... Uh, Pell shows up to save, uh, VB. But this is where we meet again. Miss All Sunday at this time. I don't mm-hmm. get her power. No? I, I don't understand it. I think it's cool. And kind of, like, scary in a way. She's like hands and it's kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she could like just choke hold the shit out of someone. She has a paramecia fruit. Paramecia fruit. Well, one, which one was that again? The one that gives you superhuman qualities. It gives yeah. you like a variety of abilities. Yeah, because her. She like throws like cherry blossoms, and I guess whatever those cherry blossoms touch, she could spawn things from it. I think. I think that's just aesthetic. Is it just aesthetic? She could literally spawn her limbs anywhere. Mm-hmm. There has to be like she a was... limit somewhere. I remember in a Q&A that they did uh, with Oda mm. that someone gave him a hypothetical. It's like, so Nico Robin can create body parts in anywhere and kill people. And he's like, yes. Could she make you someone die by spawning a whole bunch of something? And she, he's like, yes. 
<laughs> just yes. <laughs> yes. She could do that. Yeah, her power is fucking weird. It, also, like, crazy powerful? It is extremely powerful. Um, because yeah, uh, fucking fine, dude. Yeah, yeah, this is a freaky ass power, but I mean, I think it's cool. N- not a power you see, and they're like, all right, these guys, this person's gonna yeah. be on the crew. Like, what no, I, this, is, this is a fucking end game yeah. villain power, dude. What, what I don't understand is, of course, she's the one who caused the explosion outside of what's it called? Did she that mercenary? I mean, it, it's impl- it's definitely implied. implied. It's implied because but... it shows the hands like coming around, and then the explosion happens. So, but maybe those hands saved him. Maybe they shot one of those cannonballs, like the bomb that explodes early, because it has a similar explosion, mm-hmm. and it explodes. And she probably fucking grabbed that motherfucker. But he never says I was saved. He just because he shows up later, right? He's still fine. He's just like delayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he never says, yo, I just, <laughs> like, why? Like, the question of how the fuck are you alive is never asked. He's just there and she's fine with it, right? It, it never comes up. How I played it on my head is that you see the hands. Because Nico can't make shit explode, I don't think. Right. So I think those hands, like, saved him in some way. She swam by, picked up the thing, and gave him, like, she was, like, you observing can't swim, the whole time. Adrian. She was on their fucking dumb single boat like everyone else has, apparently. (laughs) I'm just saying, you're like, you said she's swimming. That's a plot hole. Her boat boat floated, her single person boat that all the powerful characters have went by and she just picked up the thing, right? Mm Then I think she was observing and then chat kind of just came by. Um, Because they clearly have cannonballs that could explode like that and that maybe they just someone shot a cannonball. And he exploded, right? Um, I don't know. But yeah, that part is never explained, but that's by headcanon of what happened. Because clearly she doesn't want... I really don't know what her deal is, but she's not, like, bloodthirsty. And she kind of set up a way for Crocodile to be stopped. Or, like, there's a chance that he might be stopped. But, like, it seems like she didn't care either way. But there's a part of her that does. It's weird. Like, I, I don't... She's hard to read in a lot of ways. And I think that's the point. But, yeah, that is Nico Robin. Yeah, she, like, just takes out Pell. It looks like she breaks his fucking neck. But, I mean, later it's revealed he's fine. Um... But, yeah, the crew, the crew is captured. And... It's just like him, you know, monologuing, oh, my big evil plan. And earlier he had sent all his minions to like, okay, hey, you go do this. You go do this and this. And then the operation will start. Like it will set everything off. So basically he had one of his assassins capture, uh, kidnap the king. Basically the Mm -hmm. king was about to go all out war with them, but they captured him before it could happen. Um, one guy, I mean, this is clearly Bon Clay. Bon Clay's plan was to, you know, be the king. And I can't remember what the, the other ones were doing. I think they're just like making shit worse. Oh yeah. One of, one of them makes like, starts burning the city down. Oh yeah. There's like a giant, 
pirate ship that just fucking crashes in the city and starts burning everything for some reason. And that's what their plan was, apparently, is to find firewood. But basically, this the this is the city where all the powder shit was first discovered. Mm-hmm. And the king shows up is like, yeah, you remember that incident? Hey, guys, uh, you're all witnesses, so you all got to die. And that's Ooh. like literally what he says to them. And, you know, the people are losing their fucking mind. And even Koza shows up to confront the king. Uh, because of course, he knew him as a kid. He's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And uh, it's a really cool scene of just boom, dude. Uh, Koza confronts the king. And and then of course like one of the guards just like immediately just fucking blasts him, and it's a really good shot. I'm trying to, yeah, it's so quick, dude. I really like it, but this is kind of like the set off of the rebellion, right? Of him saying, "I'm gonna kill everyone here, and here's your leader. I'm gonna blast them." But yeah, it just sets off a riot. Then a, a giant pirate ship is just crashed into the city, like. The pirate ship is huge. I don't even know where it came from or whose it is. I don't think it's ever explained. But a giant ship has crashed into the city. And it's like lit on fire. And like the city burns basically. And this kind of sets off uh, the populace to attack. And actually like attack the kingdom. Um, It makes what's his face go apeshit to the the leader there's a little kid who saw everything and saw bon clay but he gets captured by the uh by the other assassins and it's a really dumb scene i forgot chaka is this dude's name earlier he yeah earlier he had literally asked the king like oh what are what are they what are we gonna do if they attack and the king literally says nothing we will let them take it we're not going to slaughter our own people. Like, there's no point to it, right? And and this guy knows this is a setup, too. But literally, this guy's like, oh, I'm under so much pressure. I can't even remember the king's words right now. He literally says that line. And he's like, and everyone's like, what do we do next, man? I don't know. I guess we're going to kill them all. And that's literally it. He, he, like, can't remember the fact that he was told earlier not to do anything. And now it's just going to be like all at war. And the fucking army is just coming to attack. And of course, Luffy, Luffy managed, but he can't get out. But in, in talking to the crocodile, it's revealed that he was the one fucking sending dust storms to these villages to make them dry out. And like exacerbate the issue. And of course, you know, Luffy and Vivi don't fucking love that shit. And um, basically leaves them there to drown because uh, like the the underground base is self-destructing because that was his plan the whole time to have it destroy itself uh, once it, the building was no longer needed because he'd had one. And it's a whole thing of like Vivi try to save the crew and Sanji and finding Sanji to like help the crew because they don't even know Sanji who the fuck Sanji is. He was not part of the three that originally got reported. 
He's like an extra crew member. So is Chopper. And they use that to their advantage. But uh, really, like, what comes out of this is that um, I think Smoker was drowning because he has a fruit power as well. He has a fruit power as well. Yes. Oh, that's a really good shot of Usopp's nose. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they save. They save. Um, Zoro saves Smoker. Um, and Smoker's like, "What the fuck? Why didn't you save me? I'm your enemy. Why didn't you leave me down there?" And Zoro's just like, "Yo, dude, I didn't want to save you. Fucking Luffy told me to." Forgot exactly what Luffy tells him. Yeah, didn't it, say. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I was just looking at it. Yeah, re-reviewing. It. It's just, it's just literally Luffy, Luffy being like, "Hey, Zoro, that guy's gonna die down there. Save him. He can't swim." And Zoro's like, "Yeah, so, but he can't swim. Save him." And it's just like a, him being nice, and he has no like hateful thing toward a smoker in any way. Um. Uh, Zoro's just following Captain's orders, so that's why he saved him. Hmm. <laughs> what was that face? Why is he making that face? Luffy's leaving an impression on these yeah. marines. Um, he's like, "Hey, maybe this <laughs> so he wants to." Um, no, yeah, like it's clearly these two are like Smoker, like l- likes Luffy in some way, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like chasing him. But yeah, he's like leaving an impression on him. And he's also like making him like be like, man, fuck the Marines. Uh, that's kind of where all this ends up. Or like, fuck, not the Marines and what they sound, but like the people above him. He thinks like the suck. government. Yeah, yeah, like the government. But yeah, basically, basically. And I mean, you see this earlier, right? When with like Smoker and the little girl who bumps into him and like drops the ice cream. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, here, kid, buy, buy yourself another one. <laughs> and, like, Luffy's like, you're not unlikable, you know? And then he runs off, and he fucking Smoker gets the blushies. <laughs> look at yeah. this dumb face. <gasps> <laughs> look, look at these blushies. You got the blushies. He's <laughs> like, hey, going already. But it's a, it's a really nice scene between interaction between the two characters. Um, Smoker seems like he's going to be a very important character uh, down the line. And it seems like he's going to keep showing up. Same thing with Usagi Ishigi. Fuck, I don't remember her name. Uh, but the blue-haired chick that is kind of have a connection with Zoro. Oh, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the swordsman girl. Tashigi. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Tashigi, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, ex- ex- they're escaping the city and trying to get to the, the, the capital before the army gets there. Uh, Luffy stops and he's like, yo, this is one for fucking round one with Crocodile because he's going to try to slow him down. And yeah, I mean, long story short, the fucking Luffy gets his shit kicked in, which is the first time we see him lose like mm-hmm. ever. Everyone he's always faced, right? He always has. He just he comes back in some way, right? But like literally, he's fighting this guy's like he can't touch him, can't do anything he's a, about. He's it. a warlord for a reason. Yeah, yeah, and oh yeah, the the old man from the city like gave him a little jug of water, and he kind of has been using that water to, like keep himself hydrated because 
um, crocodile can like suck up your your juices, <laughs> suck oh, up yeah. your water, <laughs> your juices, your moisture. Yeah, your moisture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing nothing is working on them. Uh, yeah, the little freaking nasty mummy arm was all gross. But yeah, it's just crocodiles. Like, I'll give you three minutes before I end this. And yeah, it's just like it's it's barely a fight. It's more of him just fucking with Luffy, and then eventually he takes out Luffy and stabs him through the chest with his jack claw. Show's over. Show's over. Credits. Man, this is a short series, huh? Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course Luffy's gonna be fucking fine. He put his ambitions to rest. Oh yeah, and oh. this is the the thing, like the tip off, right? Is because like when he went to go stab Luffy, he broke the jug of water that was on his neck, right? And then mm-hmm. Luffy, like out of pain, is like just grabbing and squeezing the dude's hand. But he, fucking crocodile felt that, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I guess that tips off Luffy later down the line. But clearly, the water had some sort of effect on crocodile. But crocodile thinks he's done and like throws him in a fucking. A uh, uh, sand pit? What do they call? Yeah, it's like a, a sand quick, pit. Quick, quick sand, sand pit. The crew is escaping, and they don't really know what happened to Luffy. Smoker tells Tish, what's her face? Tishigi. Yeah. Is Tishigi right? Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, you should go to the capital, and some shit's gonna go down there. I don't know what. I don't remember what Smoker. I think Smoker goes to like get help. He gets some extra help or something. We get we get back to Luffy eventually and Nico Robin or Miss All Sunday has pulled him out of the sand using her powers and he's he's Luffy thanks her. Uh but Pell Pell's still alive as well. And this is kind of where he's like hitting up like, what the fuck is this lady doing? She like clearly outright helping them at this point uh but she's like hey he's gonna die if you don't help him and she and pal i guess at this point takes care of luffy and she describes him as a she tells him like hey this is the person who saved bb all this time you should probably get, get him taken care of and she she heads off to the capital on a fucking crazy fast alligator thing the crocodile yeah crocodile and the kingdom's getting prepared for war, but basically Luffy's out of commission at this point. Really, the next scene we should like look at is um, the team sets off a plan to like get her, get Vivi in front of the army so she could stop uh, Koza, who's the leader. Uh, so there's this whole plan of like getting them. If, which is a stupid plan. Like you're not gonna stop a million people with one person. They're not. They're not all gonna halt suddenly. But whatever. This, they thought it was gonna work. Uh, but she's basically out there to, like just stop the army, right? But of course, the fucking people in Baroque's works have infiltrated the royal army and are just making shit worse by like shooting cannons and like 
starting a dust cloud and shit. And it's really funny. Every time they zoom into these guys, they're always like these big guys with big smiles and the tattoos. And they're like dumbass evil faces. Here's one right now. So I don't know why I shot that one. And they always have those dumb tattoos. And this happens like three times <laughs> where there's always a saboteur. But uh, Crocodile had a plan and a plan and a plan and a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a really good scene, right? Of like, yo, that's scary as shit. Like having all these people come at you and no one could see anything. And she's just going to fucking get taken out any second. Um, but BB's there screaming for help. Or not help, but for them to stop, right? But no one... No one sees no one sees it there and she's gonna she's gonna get trampled to death. Yeah, she she's about to get trampled. Um I think Kosa just passed by her and I think she noticed maybe. But she's she's gonna get trampled by all these fucking camels. Um but then Karu dives in and yeah, it's revealed later that Karu is fucked up because he got trampled and is somehow not dead. Which I'm a cruel bastard. If I was writing this, I would have killed Karu right here. There's multiple times I would have killed Karu. He's all fucked. They clearly make it funny so that you know he's not dead. And try to like alleviate some of it, I guess. In terms of being a viewer. But like the war had started at this point. There's a really good face of Vivi. Like she's just, again, as we go forward and like she keeps trying to save them. They just keep not being saved. And she keeps trying over and over again. Usopp shows up to get Vivi. He's like, hey, we gotta go. But then he says a line like, no, that bird's had it. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> and that's like not what fucking Usopp would ever say about Karu. Because like, actually, through all these episodes, actually, like, Usopp and Karu are usually together in some way. They're like always teaming up. Um, and it does like a little flashback of like, like what the fuck did you just call him? That bird. And it shows a little flashback of uh of like, yeah, like Karu and Usopp always teaming up. And it's realized that she, she, it's 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 not Usopp. I think it was like multiple, multiple episodes ago. It's like literally when they met Bon Clay, which is like at the start of this arc. So like thirty episodes of payoff. Of um, they wrap these white armbands around each other, right? And they're like, "Hey, this is how we'll identify it's us for real, right?" Mm-hmm. But they, but they, but but they uh, kind of mislead you in this. They just point at the armband, right? Yeah. But it's actually the, the, what's under the armband that matters. But this guy's just showing the white armband, being like, "No, I'm one of y'all, right?" And Vivi's like, "No, that no, you're fucking not." That's not <laughs> Usopp. And yeah, like Zoro had a plan of like unwrapping their left arm and the X will be there. I don't know if the X is something that like all their crewmates will eventually get or it was just for this arc. But I would love it if like it, this continued on through the series of like what all the crewmates the had the X. Yeah, but it's probably just this arc. It was probably just drawn on or whatever. Um, but that would be like a cool thing to have like oh this is hey you're part of Luffy's crew or we're part of Luffy's crew at some point because you have this fucking X you but, just want like everyone to have the fairy tale guild on them. oh don't dude don't say that that's not what I'm <laughs> trying to do man fuck up Bryce 
<laughs> no, I thought I th- I think the X is like nice and simple. I mean, is... you were like going on elaborately about how this was how you wanted it to be, but it's just the fairy t- fairy tale guild symbol. <laughs> I don't want it to be. I thought it was just the cool thing because they use it later too, like the X thing. Maybe you just don't remember about it, but yeah, I thought that's what like I- I'll-, I'll talk about it later when we get there. I guess. Hey, it's it's not Usopp. It is fucking. It's Bon Clay and it's Jason Carew, who is in no shape to be running right now. And like the sound effects are really good too, uh, in these scenes because it's like it's like clearly a duck running sound, but but then it's like you can tell like the breathing is off and it's like super fucked up. Um, and he's like trying to run for his life, and he's not making good noises. Like it does not sound good. Um, but Carew determined he's a fucking hero. And yeah, it's just like it's it's just a really good. I really like this episode just because of this scene. It, it's it's cheap, but it pulls at the heartstrings. But yeah, it, it's just Karu powering through, and like fuck off with like the name, Albernia Greaves, the fierce Captain Karu. I thought he was gonna fucking die, Bryce. <laughs> I was like, because like they tried super hard to kill him. It's like he should already be dead, and then like. He does like this amazing feat of like being able to fly for a couple seconds, um, and it shows like the scenes of like we're all friends and stuff. It's, it's really it's really cute. Karu's <laughs> crying because he has friends now, and he has someone else to take care of Vivi other than just him. And it, yeah, they finally like land and like get to the top, um, but they're just like these motherfuckers are still fighting up here, um, and Vivi's just like, okay, we got to get to the center of the the city to stop this. We we gotta stop this shit. Um, so uh, Bon Clay's right behind him, of course, because he can run up walls because he's a ballerina or whatever. I, I don't know, but Karu, uh, let's so we can get some sound in here. Karu starts running, and he gets a stray bullet and gets shot. It's really good seeing him about, about to fall down, but he just like he gets up and just keeps going. It's 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 a really good scene. This is really good. This is good peak One Piece. And like with the expressive faces too, and all that. It's mm-hmm. it's very well done. Um, and their their choices of flashbacks and stuff of like, oh, this is like this cute one when they first meet him. It's like clearly when they first met as they were kids, and little gangster Karu and gangster Vivi when they were kids. And he's like telling him, like, run away, run away, just just go, just go, just go. And then Bonclay's over Bon Clay, he's coming yeah. up. He's like, he's just coming up, dude. <laughs> just coming at him. And he's just going, quack, quack, run away. And she's just not. If Karu actually died, Vivi would have been a fucking destroyed. There, there would be no coming back. But he, thankfully, Karu is still around because he gets saved by the Sonic Duck Squadron. <laughs> What are they called? <laughs> the fucking the fucking other ducks, dude. Yeah. But they're also stupid. They came up earlier, but they're all they're all great, actually. Fuck it. Uh, crew is le- relieved, and he just passes out. Uh, but I but I like the the, the fucking ducks you're looking up. <laughs> this is so stupid. And then Sanji does like a cool line, and and walks in and like is like adjusting his tie, and he's gonna fight. Monclay. Too bad their fight is super fucking lame, but at least his entrance is cool, Sanji. 
At least you nailed that part. Because your 1v1 with them sucks, dude. <laughs> and this is where we get, again, to everyone's 1v1s. Where <laughs> where it's going to be Nami and the blue-haired chick. And then Zoro and the blade man. And it's really funny. Is that like Zoro's like, I'll take you both fuckers on. And then they're like, hold on. And they just walk past Zoro. And they're like, we're assassins. We're going to kill the weakest person first. And then, and then they just start chasing Nami. And then it's like a, literally an episode of them chasing Nami. So that fight gets delayed. The The other fight is uh, Chopper and Usopp versus Miss All Christmas and number four. Which he's like a baseball batter. That's... It hits. I don't even know if you remember this. He hits baseball bat balls that that blow up, and the mole works with him by digging holes on the ground so that he could pop out of anywhere. And he has a dog that ate like a fucking a, a devil fruit. That's 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 his rocket launcher right there. And he <laughs> it, apparently ate the devil fruit and it lets him shoot baseballs that blow up or he like vomits baseballs that blow up so the dog sneezes them or shoots them at number four and number four hits them every time and like knows the timing so that like you know when he hits them at someone hey they're gonna blow up right on time and that is their enemy and it's kind of really stupid and really i didn't i didn't enjoy this part too much um, but out of the one v ones, I this is probably the best one of the three. Uh, just because of like the ending. Then we finally get to like the ending of it, where like the 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 lady grabs him and she like makes fun of him because they're like, hey, "Luffy, Luffy is dead," right? And, and they're like claiming that that they're like, "Hey, we know that kid's dead." They, our boss beat him earlier. Fucking Usopp gets she like does a move where she grabs the person by the legs and drags it through the sand to pitch him towards the guy because he's wielding like a four ton bat or some shit like that and it just knocks this shit out of Usopp go go back to that little x-ray oh the nose yeah Probably I think cool. it's like Ryze got hit oh, yeah there he goes there you go an anatomy the, of Usopp yeah let's get the fucking okay his nose bends a lot. Yep. He's There's no a, way he has a fucking bone in there. He has a whole bone to the very tip of his nose. No fucking way, cracking. dude. Oh my god, that must suck, man. <laughs> that would be so painful all the time. He's under eternal torment, and I didn't even know about it. Poor Usopp, <laughs> I, I spoke ill of you. Cause like every time it shows broken, dude. Uh, again, I fucking hate Us. I mean, he's fine, but he's like getting better and better. Cause he always has these moments, or they've been giving him a lot of these moments lately, of like some like David v Goliath shit. Cause he's clearly fighting people. He's just a normal ass dude. He doesn't have any powers or anything, so he's he's just winning by smarting people, right and. Mm-hmm. finally getting the balls because he's really smart but he's just a fucking coward all the time right but then he like yeah. finally gets his balls in and then he figures out a plan 
and sometimes it gets him hurt in the process. But mm. he has really good. This is a really good shot. He's so fucked up, dude. This guy is dead, and he's still standing. But he gives like a cool speech of like Luffy's gonna be the king of the pirates, bitch, and he's not dead. And of course, uh, this lady tries to do the same move on him again to do it again, but this time Usopp has a plan. So he mm-hmm. shoots a smoke star at the guy to blind him, and then he jumps out of his boots, and and then Chopper gets gets in from behind and then picks the lady up uh, to take his place. And the and of course the batter can't see what's happening. And then Usopp calls the same uh, attack combination as he did she did like he was recording that the whole time and boom just it just fucking knocks the shit out of the mole lady and that's probably like again this is probably the best of the 3v3s or the 1v1s uh then usopp uses uh, chopper's antlers as like a giant slingshot and shoots uh, his usopp hammer at him knocking them out and that's it they win and of course, Usopp is super fucked. Uh, VV finally gets to the center of the palace and meets Chaka, uh, Bonclay, and Bonclay and Sanji are having their little leg fight, and it's like it's fine until literally Bonclay finds out his one weakness is that he just makes himself look like Nami, and Sanji can't do shit. And it's literally a whole episode of him fighting this guy to get around that fact. Sanji sucks. He's got his weakness, man. It's just, <laughs> it's just dumb. It's so dumb. The way this, the way Sanji like beats him is that I believe. Uh, I mean, I'll just say it now. He like tricks. He tricks Bon Clay into touching his face with his left hand, because that always switches him back mm-hmm. as he's doing an attack. So he's literally about to do an attack and gets him to switch back, and then like it ends up landing and knocking the shit out of him. And, and that's how it went. And then they have like a friendly speech, I think, or something. But that's that's really it. The the Zoro fight. It's like he's fighting the blade man, right? And the whole gimmick is he, he just can't cut the guy. He's made out of steel, and Zoro cannot cut steel. Earlier, when they were stuck in the in the cage, he was like upset with himself that like if I was strong enough to cut steel, we would have escaped this, and none of this would be an issue. Vivi wouldn't have to be trying to save us, all that. So he's like mad at himself for not being stronger. Right. Um. So then he fe- he meets an enemy that. Is, is basically steel so now he has to deal with that meanwhile Vivi gets to the palace and fucking Vivi's plan is like yo we're gonna blow up the palace to get everyone's attention to make them stop fighting and then we can finally talk to, to everyone but an explosion like that will surely keep people from fighting or like distract everyone long enough that they shut the fuck up for a bit and we like explain what's going on but uh, of course Big Bad shows up to stop it. Nami asked for a weapon, a new weapon, to be made by Usopp. 
And basically, there are these tube things that just have a diff- bunch of different abilities. And it's just an episode, like a 1v1 fight of her trying to figure out what the fuck the thing even does. And yeah, it kind of sucks. These episodes kind of suck. It's just not. <laughs> it's just not very fun. Like it's it's just all comedy, right? In a very situation, serious situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like I enjoyed watching it, right? But I would not describe it as like, man, I really want to see that fight again. Like, no, <laughs> this is definitely a. Uh... And does she like she continue to use this in the future? Because I feel like I've seen them before. The like she uses a baton. Yeah, her baton yeah. is her. Uh... Is the, her weapon of choice? Uh, it does get some changes, so it's not always mm. like, like. But this, it's not... this is very amateurish because yeah. Usopp's still kind of like in his beginning levels. So of course yeah. he's going to improve his engineering skills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Zoro. Uh. Eventually, it's revealed um, why they're doing this. That there's like a super weapon that the family's been hiding, and like the secret text that they've been hiding and guarding this whole time. And that's what Crocodile's actually after. And he wants to get that weapon to control the world and whatnot. Um, Nami eventually beats that lady out of sheer fucking luck. And and her being smart and using Usopp's dumb shit in a smart way, uh, and that's how she ends up winning. Zoro fights his dude and just gets the shit beat out of him, right? And it, it's always Zoro always being half dead, and then that's when he gets more strong. I guess that's usually how it like ends berserk. up going. He's got like yeah. the berserk trait. The dude's a goddamn zombie at this point. He has so many <laughs> scars and cuts. Like Zoro is fucked up, and the the Blade Man does do this real cool move where he, like he slashes at Zoro and like cuts up the the pillar in like a cool way. Zoro's chest is still two X's up. Zoro's still a one piece of meat still, even though all this shit just I I don't know how that works, but all right. But yeah, he just he remembers some of his training from his master. And he is able to cut steel. And he cuts the guy. And he wins. And that was just a single single sword, sword style. Yeah, the single sword. Yeah, he uses um, Kuna's sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's her face? Um, up top with Vivi. Koza finally arrives because he wants to talk to the king earlier than everyone. But he arrives and finds Crocodile and sees everything that's happening. And Crocodile's like, oh shit. And then he's like, ah, whatever. I've already won at this point. So, Adrian, how would you rate Crocodile's laugh? It's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I like it's 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 very. I do like that they all have weird, unique laughs, and he yeah. does do it quite a bit. It's. Uh, Let's start this. Like one out of ten. Rate the One Piece laugh, Adrian. Crocodile. Oh, What's he get? <sighs> this will be good. This is a good little. There's, there's only two laughs. I oh, there's a lot of laughs. Because the giants have a dumb laugh. 
Yeah, yeah. And and those are right like four out of five. You're trying too hard. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's not a laugh, man. <laughs> um, I give Crocodile Good eight eight out of ten laugh. Like nice. nice and menacing, but also sounds like it's a personal quirk. It's not too much. Um, our long laugh is cartoony as shit, but I love it. <laughs> Um, so our lungs like at a nine, I would say. Nine out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I haven't made a ten out of ten laugh yet. But our lungs is—it's our also our lung is like the first one I noticed too, right? <laughs> and I don't know if like in the manga they like spell out how they laugh or something, for them to have all these laughs, or, or whoever was directing. Oh man. Whoever whoever's voice actor directing is a fucking genius. Is probably what happened. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, and all that stuff, right? So I, I really wonder how it is, like, in the manga. But, yeah, uh, other than his laugh, Koza finds out what's happening. And he wants to, like, go stop the war and say, like, it's over, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, someone's going to stop them. And as Koza's holding up the flag of, like, surrendering, someone fucking... Someone in the Royal Army behind, standing behind them. With a barrel works tattoo, just fucking shoots his ass. Multiple people looks like they shoot his ass, and Koza again goes down for a fucking like third time, and keeps the war going. Um, this is where we finally get to Luffy v Croc round two, Electric Boogaloo. The the war is setting off. Everything's going bad. Uh. He's gonna throw Vivi off a ledge. Has big old evil speech, but uh, out of the sky, Luffy comes and saves Vivi. And but this time he has like a jug of water on his back. For some reason, I thought he was gonna drink. I thought he was like, "Well, I'm ready. I'm just gonna drink this water anytime I need to, you know, refuel against this guy." I didn't think you, Luffy, actually used his brain. And figured out what happened the last time he fought him. In that, like, yeah, while he's being impaled by the by the hook. Yeah, in that brief moment. But later he describes, like, I remember what happened, you son of a bitch. I grabbed your arm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Luffy, Luffy goes in and just... Of course you're expecting it. Of like, oh, he's going to actually land the hit. Because Crocodile's so goddamn cocky. And he's like, eh? Yeah, and, and the water's in there. And... I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know if it's like any drop of water just solidifies him completely or something or like makes it so his power just doesn't work as a weird like um, side it, effect. It's because he's sand. Well, he's he's sand, right? But mm-hmm. right there, only it, it didn't show Luffy dousing him with water. It's just like there's a little bit of drops on him and then he was able to punch him, right? Didn't Luffy have water on his hand? Oh uh, yeah, that too. Luffy was like dousing himself as well as he as he fights him. Mm-hmm. He's also like doing some like sprinkler shit when he spins around. It's <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. ridiculous. But yeah, um, Luffy is like spinning water and shit while he's fighting him. And yeah, this is where like he shows where it shows like Luffy's just been dousing mm-hmm. himself with water. And you take the rain away because you're afraid of water. Uh, duh. It's, it's there, genius, dude. If, if there was no water, yeah, he's more powerful. 
Right. He's incredibly powerful. He's in a place where there's hardly any water. No one's just gonna waste it because it's such a like important yeah. resource. He's just like I'm unstoppable here. No one can do anything. This is why he's chosen this place and has been mm-hmm. focusing on this place. Yeah, soul time. Uh. But yeah, it's the two of them fighting, which it's a really fun fight. This is probably the best fight in the series so far, right? Because it's actual, it's an actual fight with against um, a warlord, dude. Yeah, and Luffy using his brain, which there's no fucking way, dude. But apparently, he, he like came prepared and shit. Has, and knows knows how to use the power. Uses drinks the water too to like make himself a fucking squirt gun. And all that, <laughs> like it's just him. He's just not. He's not being a dumbass anymore. And is like using. I think, I think he <laughs> Luffy literally says this that crocodile use them is like, Del fruit powers can be way stronger depending on how you use them. And mm-hmm. if you're like basically describing that, right? Like if you're smart enough, you could think up of other ways of well, using these powers. The diff. The difference, like. Luffy is an idiot, right? He's just dumb. But his battle IQ is different yeah, than actual true. like like actual being smart. Yeah, when it, it only works when it comes to fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the first time, right? Like he's fucking leaking <laughs> because he got stabbed. <laughs> this is pretty good. And like Crocodile seeing this, he's like, "This is the fucking guy I'm fighting. This is the guy I'm losing to. This fucking <laughs> yeah. idiot right now, who's like snorting water and leaking and shit. Like he's like having a mental fucking breakdown of that. Like this is the guy I'm fucking fighting at the end of my plan, dude. This is the guy who's gonna stop me. This is fucking idiot. It's 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 really good. He's like just can't take it. <laughs> yeah." Look, look at fucking badass Luffy with the water, dude. Uh, meanwhile, Nico Robin takes the king away to go find that thing they're looking for. Uh, and, and Crocodile starts getting super pissed. And instead of like... He really reminds me of... Um, this scene reminds me totally of... Uh, you know who. My hero... Kid, dry mm-hmm. kid oh shit yeah, this is yeah, the same yeah. exact power he just dries people to death okay hmm weird so does that mean he has sad powers in that show eh, we'll see but but his powers like decay right or is it doesn't really decay it does like suck the life force out of it right whatever it's a different show but it's 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 a nice. It, I imagine it's like a reference, or maybe not. It's just a coincidence or what. But pretty much uses the power in the same way here, yeah. where a guy touches the ground and literally everything starts fucking deteriorating, like buildings, absolutely everything, even like Luffy who's like standing on the ground and shit. Ground <laughs> death. Really, real imaginative name move there. Ground death. Oh, meanwhile, well, he's fighting. The team is trying to find a. There's a bomb that's going to go off at the center of the build at the center of the. The at capital? the center of the city, yeah, of the capital. Okay. This is where like everyone is fighting. There's a ton of people. It's basically going to wipe out both armies. Um, so they're running around the city trying to find it because they think it's going to be a cannon that shoots it because the the bomb is clearly not at the center. 
So it's like, okay, it has to be shot somewhere. But anything with that size of bomb would have to be pretty close. It can't be too far. So they're running around the city looking for it, meanwhile. And it's just like this desperate attempt. Even um, uh, Tashigi or whatever faces ends up helping them out at some point. But she tries to stop Nico Robin and has no fucking chance and gets demolished. And eventually, Crocodile does get a good, like, actually grabs Luffy, and he just drains him out of Vaz's water. But right before he, like, shot, Luffy shot a bunch of water in the air um, as he was getting grabbed, I think. Um, which was probably not part of the plan, but whatever. Luffy looks into the shit all the time. But basically... He gets dried out and the water comes back down and hits him and saves his life. But Crocodile's already gone. He went after Nico Robin. Yeah, like four balls of water. Like right as he left. The four balls of water that he shot land back on him. And save his life. Uh, let's see. God, it's just all the ones are Luffy v. Croc round three. <laughs> um... So we're going to round three. They eventually end up at this bottom of the um, the temple, or like, there's like a sacred temple at the bottom with the text that they've been looking for. Where's it gonna tell them the weapon? Blah 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 blah. Uh, Nico's reading it, and she says, "Oh no, there's nothing about a weapon here. We were wrong. It's just like history. It's just like a bu- bunch of um, recorded history." And Crocodile's like, what the fuck? You told me there's going to be a weapon. And this is basically why they were partnered up the whole time. I don't know exactly. I think Nico says she's like was looking for information on something else. But only found information for the weapon. Or for the history. Um, The information was for the weapon was there. She just lied to him. No, not, she never had... She had never planned to give him info on the weapon. She was looking for her own info. Right. But, but this was her last ditch effort, so she like didn't care if she died or not. If there was no info. But basically, Croc fucking stabs her and tries to kill her. And she gets impaled. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Luffy's, you know, chasing them down. And I, I, I believe the underground palestine starts to collapse because the king did something mm-hmm. but uh crocodile's like dude i'll turn in the sand and like get out of here like what are you i'm just never gonna i'm not gonna die to this i can't replicate it man but yeah, uh, the tashigi is helping find the bomb and luffy and arrives uh, down on the bottom to kick Crocodile's ass, and Luffy's using his own blood to to solidify Crocodile, and Crocodile has like a takes off the cover on his hook, and now he has like a poison weapon, and, and that's what he uses to fight Luffy, and it's, it's pretty much doesn't much doesn't happen between in that fight right they're just swinging at each other for a while, everything else that matters is happening up top with the bomb. 
they eventually figure out it's in the clock tower and they're, they're trying to get to the top of it and there's this whole plan of how how they get to the top but eventually hey they did it they're able to cut the line for the bomb but eventually it's revealed that oh the bomb has a fucking timer on it it doesn't matter like he was ready for the fact that if they screwed up it's still gonna explode won't do as much damage as he wanted but it still will do exactly what he wanted and again it's just vivi again being like this fucking guy gets another win on me again and again again and the bomb is gonna go off that's a really nice scene appel had showed up earlier with luffy and appel shows up and he's like hey like he just starts talking like clearly he's talking like he's gonna die he's like oh this place brings you back memories it's really nice oh man like we really took care of each other huh um but yeah it is a little yeah scene with like pal's kind of been like a big brother to her her whole her whole life uh and him being like yo i'm gonna take this fucking bomb and go blow up so the bomb has like a nice little handle on it for someone to grab <laughs> and uh, he takes it up into the sky and again another really good one piece moment because they do like all the nice flashbacks and the music is good and all the symbolism with like the statue cracking and all that no uh, it's a really good scene uh i figured this is what was gonna happen <laughs> when i saw that the character was a bird character and there was a bomb with a fucking ticking time bomb I was like, oh, he's going to grab it and take it to the sky. But it's really cool. I, I, I think Pell is cool. It's bittersweet, right? Like, they stopped the bomb, but they still lose someone, clearly. And Vivi didn't want anyone to die. Yeah, like, Vivi didn't want anyone to die, right? And it's kind of like, no, this is... It's still, you know, there's a cost to all this. Now, the bomb goes off, and... This baby's in like complete fucking shock. What's what what just happened? His his bird face is pretty cute, but she like doesn't even have time to like fucking grieve, dude. Like these guys are like, oh, it's bombing off. Now we're still gonna fight. And even she's like, why? Are you, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why? It's just like bloodlust at this point, right? Mm-hmm. They're just going, dude. It's just it's just chaos. There's no. It's just. Oh man, it reminds me of a scene from the Boondocks. Just like when something happens, <laughs> it, just, it makes chair. everyone mad. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, someone throws a chair, and doesn't even hit anybody. Oh, I'm mad now, and they all just start fighting. Yeah, uh, it, it is, and again, another fucking really good scene of like, dude, she is destroyed at this point, and the voice acting is like fucking top notch here. Like, her just screaming, please stop fighting, please stop fighting, and, like, how it's drawn and all that. And, uh, dude, it's so good. Of her just, she, it looks like she's lost her mind at this point, mm-hmm. uh, which I really like. Of just, like, how fucking desperate this girl is, dude. She's like, I'm out of plants. I have nothing left. It, it's just fucking, everyone's fucking dead, and they're still fucking fighting. It just it just won't stop, like and I thought she was gonna jump here how they framed it, but I think it's just to show like she's at the fucking edge, like she is 
she is losing it. Um, she like needs something like bring her back at this point. And, and, and I think Nami is just like, fuck this. Go knock their asses out. Like if you have to stop the army yourself, go fucking do it. She's just trying to do it for Vivi, like to reduce the amount of casualties as possible. Because like you like think about it, right? Like Vivi is the person like doesn't want a single person to die. But clearly since this war has started, the actual fighting has started, like a person has been dying a second. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's dead, 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 dead. For no reason. They're fighting each other for no reason. Other than Crocodile like fucked everyone over. And yeah, she's just snapping at this point. And, and Crocodile's like basking in it. Yeah, and it gets back to like the two fighting and Luffy just, you know, ending the fight finally. And he does a really one, he has a fucking cool ass pose. Luffy like being cool. Yeah, something super over the top. Yeah, does some something super over the top to like take out Crocodile. Which is really dumb, but it works. He like breathes a bunch of air and then like twists himself to basically like shoot himself crazy fast at Crocodile to like just drill the shit out of him. And it's a really it's a really good way to finish off. So I didn't really like how like Arlong was just okay, he knocked him out and that's it. Um mm. This one like he fucking destroys Crocodile. He punches through like his ultimate move, Crocodile's best move, and then just does like a fucking crazy ora ora shit on him. Punches him in the face and then and punches him through multiple layers of bedrock apparently. And it's it's super well animated. And he just completely unleashes on the guy. And he's just spinning this entire time oh, as yeah. he's punching too. He's also spinning, yeah. Yeah, Luffy's just fucking... And the ground is shaking, dude. That's not from the... That's from Luffy kicking the shit out of him so hard. Yeah, eventually, like, he, he breaks through. And everyone sees... This is the thing that breaks, uh... Uh... Vivi back. Yeah, I just see Crocodile just being, like, shot into the sky. Yeah, he's. they all see Crocodile's shot in the sky goes back to a flashback of like luffy saying like i'll kick his ass like i will that is the thing i will do for you i will kick his ass i won't be able to stop the war i won't be able to do anything else i am good for one thing i will kick his ass and he's like flying in the air he's all fucked up and and it's kind of weird scene right because they're like celebrating that they won but clearly they haven't won like everyone's still fighting and shit the team celebrates that they won like it's a weird scene like they're celebrating but like things are still bad yeah maybe still like brought her back like she's no longer freaking out but she's still upset that yo there's there's still oh man the fucking oh i hate it when they do that dude the fucking like when they like grip at rocks or something and then just like all this blood comes out of the tip of their finger i i don't know why i can feel it just in the nick of time i don't know if like crocodile was holding back the rain or what but I'm guessing it's just symbolism, right? And as soon as they beat Crocodile, it starts raining again. And the rain has returned. And this is the thing that gets everyone to stop fucking fighting. Because they're like, holy shit, it's been three fucking years, four years since rain. And it is pouring right now. And everyone's like surprised and dumbfounded. And this, they finally stop fighting, so Vivi can finally fucking yelled for them to stop fighting 
And Vivi is, I guess, respected on both sides. So they're they're listening to her. They all thought she was gone. Like no one even knows that she was like back for the longest time. Um, so like a bunch even even like the common folk are like they'll actually listen to her. Um and I've seen where the king thanks Luffy and he's like, ah, oh, no problem. Let's see. And yeah, I mean that's pretty much the end of it. Like really the next couple episodes is like them, you know, basking in it. Um the war is stopped. She finally gets to talk to everyone. Proof is brought to like what was been happening and that it's been crocodile the whole time. Fucking Quaker Oak guy shows back up. He found the kid who had seen Bon Clay and and basically like everything's being resolved at this point and like they're able to stop the fight. There's a nice scene where like the whole crew is just like leaving. They're like trying to leave um, because they don't want to be like celebrated as heroes or anything. Right. Um, so they're just trying to walk away. He's like, hey, go back and take care of your village. And they all pass out immediately <laughs> as they leave. And they're like, oh, fuck. And they just all fall over. Mm. Even fucking Chopper <laughs> just straight to the ground. Um, then apparently uh, Luffy pulled out the king from the tomb and they were able to get out of there. Tishi- I-, I guess Crocodile's not dead, but Tashigi is taking him under... Taking him back to the government. Custody? Yeah, yeah, custody. Um, for everything he's done and all that. Yeah, he's not and, dead. Yeah, and this is where Smoker was. Smoker was finding this pink chaired chick, I think. Oh, yeah. There... He went out to the ocean because there was a Baroque Works ship that had like a big fucking cannon on it that was going to do some other bullshit. And they were able to, he was able to stop it, basically. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find the picture of the ship. It's it's this one. It's that thing. Mm-hmm. It had like a big fucking cannon on it or something. No, I think this is what was stopping the rain. Yeah, this thing kept shooting fucking dance powder. Yeah, this thing was out in the ocean shooting dance powder constantly. So it was all the rain was landing somewhere else. Basically, is what was happening because of this big fucking ship. And Smoker went out and found it. And that's why the that is why the raid came back suddenly. It's because Smoker's a fucking hero. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's why the rain came back. And everyone's all happy and Shiki's not happy. But they're like They come back, they bring they bring Crocodile and all that. Uh Shiki's upset that she's like not strong enough right now. Um, but the the government is like trying to give Smoker and them credit for saving everyone, even though it was clearly not them. And the world government knows it wasn't them; that it was the Straw they Hat Pirates. They don't want to recognize pirates. Yeah, as, you know, yeah, like that. Yeah, I for, I forgot what he tells the government. Yeah, he just says go to hell because like the lady's like, hey, don't fucking piss them off. They'll 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 hurt you or whatever like they're even the lady's like scared of the government but like smoker's like not having that shit he's like go to hell because they were like oh you should show up and like get your medals and stuff for what you did here and he's like you go fuck out go fuck yourself Mm -hmm. freaking government 
Yeah, it's just they try to give credit. Their their bounties get increased. Uh, Zoro finally gets a bounty, and he starts off at sixty million or something like that. Your favorite your favorite shows up too again. Yeah. So apparently their bounties got increased uh, because of everything. The fact that he took out a fucking warlord, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're... I don't know if they just don't know about the rest of the crew or what, but Zoro, of course, is looped in on this ride that he's... He's like the second in command, I guess, so that's why they like put a bounty out for him. Right. Um, What's well, like... You gotta think. Who puts out the wanted posters? The government. Mm-hmm. Who's like making making noise? noise. Yeah. yeah. Who's showing? And they're like, Luffy. Luffy's making a lot of commotion. And then now, like, oh, Zoro was there too. Yeah, and Zoro was like, already well known. Yeah. Yeah. So the other ones haven't really made, made really a aid. presence for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, basically, the the whole country is being surrounded by ships. Your favorite man, Django, shows back up again, Ooh, apparently. Django, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's now buddies with the Iron Fist dude or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, fuck, fuck them. They suck, dude. But they're, I guess they're underlings of that one lady. who She's a gum, she, gum gum power. Dell Fruit user as well. She does, like, steel locks or something. She's like the jail jail fruit. Yeah, she's going to jail people. <laughs> And it's probably what it's called. But basically, at, at, at the dead of night, um, they all jump on the supersonic squad, duck squad, and start heading back to their ship, having no idea that any of this is happening. But they're, they're just trying to, you know, leave at a good time. Because uh, they, they have been pestering VV about pirates and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's a really funny scene of, like, Nami looking down and, like, she's going to miss VV or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I forgot what she says. I was gonna say it's gonna look really. It could, they got to get out of there because it would look really bad on Vivi that royalty was being associated with pirates. Yeah, no, that's what they're trying to avoid. Yeah, for Vivi's sake, I'm willing to give up on the one billion berries. Because <laughs> remember, she's supposed Nami. to get her award for this. Yeah, but she's at it again. They're gone, and they gave Vivi the option, like, hey, we're going to drive by this place. If you want to join us, you can join us. Um, but I understand you have to stay here for now. But we we are going to go and get our shit. And uh, the person... So the, the Straw Hat ship was, like, everyone knew where it was at. But mm-hmm. apparently Bon Clay stole it to, like, get it away from the Navy. So he basically like saved their asses. Um, so like they're best friends again. <laughs> yeah, they're like we did, it for, we did it for friendship. Um, and then Zoro calls about you guys couldn't get off the island due to the Navy's coast siege, so you needed us basically. They're like bonchet, bonchet. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, it's, it's a really good goof. I do, I do like Von Clay. So we gotta gather in the name of friendship. And then again, they're best friends again. <laughs> it's just I like how they like cheer him on and shit. They're like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, Bon Clay and Luffy gang are trying to leave the island together because they can't do it alone because they are completely fucking surrounded. 
and uh, Vivi's like getting ready for a giant speech, um, but she hasn't told told anyone about like the offer she was given. Meanwhile, uh, Luffy and them are getting attacked by uh, by all the Marines, and they're about to get captured, right? And then mm-hmm. Bone Clay comes with like a, a grand <laughs> look at his fucking chat <laughs> face, dude. Bone Bo Clay basically comes up with a plan to sacrifice himself to like so that uh, they can go get VV and they can escape the island. And he ba- they basically like dupe uh, the other lady into chasing him. And it's just like a beautiful scene. Like, bring it on, bitch. They're like all sad about it because, like, I will never forget you. And um, VV's on the coast. Or. Bibi was supposed to be doing a speech in front of everyone, but it's actually, she's actually ra- ran up all the way to the coast, and um, the, the some of the message was pre-recorded, and it it was um, Quaker's Oaks guy dressed as her showed up outside of the actual palace and is like entertaining the guests instead, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and everyone's like having a good time. It's just like a dumb fun thing but they're like what the fuck where's Vivi at we want to see her and she's <laughs> there to distract them uh Vivi shows up to say basically like uh I can't I can't leave for now but like I hope we're still friends and all that yeah that is basically saying like hey I have stuff to take care of here first mm-hmm. I can't I can't continue to join join you yeah. um and then she asks them, like, hey, like, will you call me a friend again if I ever see you again? But clearly, like, the Navy's watching, and she's, like, publicly admitting that she's in relation with the Straw Hats, so they mm-hmm. can't respond. <clears throat> um, but that's a really nice... I have seen this image somewhere at some point of uh, all of them raising their, their arms with the X's on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's they're showing that she's still part of the crew, and and that is and like the music is playing too. I can't play it because we'll get copyrighted. But like the the, the chopper, the, he's just trying, he's still trying to be yeah, included. Yeah, <laughs> but but the opening theme is playing right now too. It's like really hype, and like Karu has it too on his arm, and she mm-hmm. does too. That's this is why I was hoping that like oh I hope they all have one on their arm forever. It's like shows that they're part of the crew or something, but no, apparently that's stupid and Death. dumb fairy tale bullshit. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it would be cool for pirates to have tattoos showing they were part of that crew, even if it's simple as an X. It's just going around the world, seeing how everyone's reacting. But also, they miss like... Vivi. I like that. I oh yeah, that part. They're all uh, like have their heads in the posts. Yeah, yeah. Let me find it. Let me find it. <laughs> yeah, oh. I love, I love them. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, and different replies. Oh, because they're looking for her to be there. <laughs> and I miss her. They insult. They're all insulting Zoro. Yeah. Except Luffy. I think he calls them three sword style. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're the, the worst. worst. savage moss head. Three sword style. Yeah, that's not exactly an insult. Four sword style. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then just Nico Robin just walks in. And we're like, what the fuck? Why is she here? <laughs> and Usopp's like, Usopp's like, we're under enemy attack, enemy attack. 
Like, it looks like he's yelling here, but the actual voice acting yeah. is, like, him just being like, I'm so done with this shit. Like, <laughs> we're, under, I'm, we're under enemy attack. Please get off the ship. It's just like, he's so fucking done with it. And, of course, Sanji's all about it. And Chopper's like, I don't know this lady. Um, but, of course, like, they can't do shit to her. They can't touch her, dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real weird, like... The reason Luffy's still alive is because she gave... Uh, Luffy the cure for his poison. poison. Yeah. And Luffy <laughs> ended up saving them. Um, she was going to die down there, but Luffy fucking refused to, you know, let her die, of course. And she was never going to give uh, Crocodile the information he needed. And she was just looking for info on... She's looking for something, and it's not fully explained what it is or why. But she had, like, basically given up on life at this point. Cause she's like, oh, it's over now. But I'm, I imagine it's not going to be like that forever. The real Poneglyph. Um, and that's what her goal is. But she had basically given up at this point. Uh, but Luffy ends up saving her and like, oh, you have to join my crew. Where <laughs> <laughs> does he tell her? Yeah, I have no place to go to. And Luffy's just like, oh, we have no choice. Okay. And basically asked her to join the join the crew. But basically she ends up, she just like kind of waltzes in, basically. Like out of yeah. nowhere. It's not like it built up in any way or anything. She's like, oh, hey, here's a new character. Mm-hmm. And she, after this, she like she still feels off. Like she feels like why she's here. Yeah. But I think she's that's the point. She's super funny, dude. Yeah. The girl is such a good character. I, I like Usopp's like inter- interrogation scene. Um, cause like she's like fucking with Luffy and Chopper, but <laughs> Usopp's there to like interrogate, answer my questions. Like, oh wait, my my name is Usopp. Hi, ma'am. Um, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. He's like super kind. Uh, and what's your occupation? Archaeologist. And yeah, she's basically winning people over one by one. Um, and explaining a little bit of her backstory. And, Na- and Nami's like, don't try any of your bullshit here. You- you're not going to get away with it. And then she's like, oh, I-, I-, I brought I brought Crocodile's money. And then she's like all about it. <laughs> I love you, big sister. I think she has to come. <laughs> yeah, the voice acting is real good here, too. Where, uh, let me hope, let me hope I get this. It's really good. Yeah, Nami's been suckered. Nami's been suckered. <laughs> and fucking Sanji's already gone. He's long gone. It's like giving her special meals and shit. <laughs> she, she's getting. She's wrapping all these people around her finger. Uh-huh. It's like we're the holdouts. <laughs> we're the whole. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good scene. I remember this too. <laughs> this is like this is Sanji trying to fuck or Usopp trying to hold out. <laughs> and then he does chopper. <laughs> <laughs> there he's gone. Usopp's gone. He lost mm-hmm. him. I think Zoro was like the only one that holds out. Yeah. Because there's later episodes where they kind of like just look at each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's 
either crazy sexual tension or they just don't trust each other. But they're like the same age too, right? So like they probably understand each other the most or anything. Yeah. I think I think out of everyone they're more in line. Yeah, I, I think that's like what they're trying to get at, right? It's not mm-hmm. it's like they're more in line in that way because they they are like the oldest in the crew, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um and have been around for a while, right? Like she has been mm-hmm. doing shit, but yeah, for like the next couple episodes, right? It's just like episodes with her. It she is funny. I like that she's part of the crew and all that, but she's not like trying to be funny or outright. She like barely says anything. Yeah, she's and, just like, she helps a little here and there. Um, it's very she odd. likes being goofy. Yeah, she likes cute things and she likes being goofy. Yeah, and which I imagine we'll get more like more about her in the future mm-hmm. but it definitely definitely does not feel like she's part of the cool fish like she's a guest barely it's like it's she barely talks right now where i'm at mm-hmm. um she just like makes little like jokes or like to talk to chopper for a little bit or something like she's clearly not a bad person or anything like that or like mm-hmm. trying to do anything bad but it definitely feel like she kind of like <laughs> inserted herself and the crew's just trying to like figure out what to do next. But then mm-hmm. Sky P happens and I just don't know. I feel like we just put pause on all that shit in Sky P because that's where I'm at right now. And maybe we'll get more out of her in the future. But yeah, that is the Alabasta arc, man. It's 30 something episodes. Um hopefully this new format kind of worked out a bit better because <laughs> it would have been way longer, but we're about at the two twenty here at the moment of this recording without mm-hmm. any editing. Um but we did cover thirty something fucking episodes. This is like ninety it, it was like ninety it's like forty episodes. But yeah, uh yeah, the, the arc was super great. Um and I think Vivi was an awesome character. I hope to see her again in the future. Um I imagine we will in some way, shape or form. Hopefully see Carew again. But I, I am glad that uh, I, I didn't feel like they needed to join the crew or anything like that. Right? Right. I think it was a better resolution of them <laughs> being like they were definitely part of the crew, but that like they need to move on, like do their they have more important shit to do than fuck around in the sea. Um <laughs> but hopefully we see him again. I imagine we will. Um it definitely does not seem like uh, that stuff will be left behind and questions I have is like the weird ancient shit with the polyglyphs or whatever the fuck is going on there's clearly some precursor race stuff happening or I don't know there's there's clearly more going on it seems the eye um, but yeah it's I keep hearing like not many people like Skype or from the people I've talked to Right, uh, I I don't know yeah. what your generally fe- general feelings are on about it, dude. I do not like Sky P. Yeah, not at all. I'm I'm quite a bit of ways into it, and it's it's very hard <laughs> for me to. Good good thing you're gonna be gone for Anime Expo for a bit, cause it's gonna give me time to try to get through it. <laughs> cause, yeah, yeah. Like as of as of right now in Sky P, I have maybe one scene to talk about. And that's where he fights a spring man and punches him in the ground. And that's it. Like that's 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 all I got out of it so far, because they really, 
they're really good at building up like man i just want to see luffy kicks this guy ass why is he not kicking this guy's ass right now just do it luffy it's gonna be so good then he finally does it you're like oh thank god release um it's just something they they just do in general but yeah from what i hear water eight or water seven or whatever the fuck it's called is the shit uh apparently mm. it's very liked from my understanding so i'm excited to get there but yeah i'm just gonna have to chug through the rest of sky p but alabasta man i fucking once i got to the actual alabasta part i flew through that shit man i, I was watching so many episodes a day but yeah, this is another arc. Um, is there anything like you're looking forward to, Brad? For me, like getting to, is there any characters or anyone you're excited for me to meet? Um, you said there's like I, one, and you remember in Sky P, but that's about it. I just kind of want you to get through Sky P. I just want you <laughs> really? to just get it over with, dude. Really, man? Dude, yeah. Fuck. Just get it over with. <laughs> we can move on to bigger and better things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess Skype will be a very short episode then if I don't have Yeah. Because, yeah, right now I have nothing to say about it. It feels like filler, dude. It just straight up does. Even though it's main arc. Oh. Yeah. I, I hope it's... I don't get to the end of it and literally we're back at the square. Like, we're literally at the same spot. Right? Like, nothing <laughs> actually changed. Yeah. Like, there, nothing was added or learned. And it was just like this weird side adventure that they go on, right? Um, that's what I'm hoping does not happen, which I imagine that's probably what will happen, or at least close to it, because, yeah, not many people. I saw some of the villains at the fight, too, or I think they're villains. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm not excited to get more through it more. But, I mean, I'm going to keep watching the show. I got through the stupid arc in fairy tale with, where the, the fucking summons turned into evil people. <laughs> this is so stupid, dude. It's like 70 episodes, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're bad now. Um, Okay. Yeah, it's there's a lot of shitty fairy tale arcs. I'm gonna be quite honest. So, um, I'll just wait. Is there a tournament arc in the show? There has to be. There has it, to be a tournament arc. Technically, yes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll wait for that surprise. But until next time, my name is Adrian from my channel Random Drop. You can find me at Rando zero two six eight on Twitter or rando underscore zero two six eight on twitch bryce where can they find you uh they can catch my streams at uh twitch.tv slash x you can follow me on twitter at the same uh x x and check out adrian's channel me and uh adrian and a couple of our friends are playing the quarry really fun i got a person killed which I feel real <laughs> bad about. <laughs> now, oh, knowing what oh, we know, I was like, "Man, we should have avoided that shit." Yeah. Who, who could it? Who did he kill? You gotta go watch the go, go watch the vod. He did the fucking super dead. Um, but yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, and yeah, this has been the Bite of Gum Gum podcast. We will see you next time for Sky P. I guess. Oh, shit. Fuck shit. Fuck, man. Bye bye. Shit. Later. Yo ho ho, he took a bite of gum gum. Gado, 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 g